Wednesday, January 25th, 2017. The Ashholes are back. We're in business and we're ready to get this party rolling. Get lit with us on theashholes.net. Coming to you live from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And don't you forget it. You like it? So, also, you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Facebook Live, Twitter, Instagram. We are all over the place, and that ain't changing anytime soon. Nope. So, guys, hello. Hi. Welcome back. Was that an enthusiastic beginning? That was nice. I liked was it. Was it okay? It was all right. It was all right. You all could right. pump it up a little bit. Pump it up a notch. Pump it up a notch. I'm trying to. I'm trying to go. You know, more hardcore into our intros. But Fail. I don't want to go too too <laughs> hardcore. I don't want to go too. That hardcore. was neither hard nor core. Well, that's going to change. Good. That's going to change because. All right. I don't want this to be like NPR. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. All right. So we're here. How was everyone's week? Mm. Still above ground. We are still yeah. above ground yeah. for the most That's part. That's about what Feeling I can say about my last week. It was really rough. was it that brutal. It was it was a brutal Come week. On. It was a brutal week. Wake That's up every day, be thankful, which I'm sure you are. Not joking. Yep. Not yep. Here That's judge. true. That's true. Some days you're just thankful that you can be thankful. You know. But uh, yeah, last week was really rough. But this cigar makes everything better. Yes, it does. I completely agree. And Oliver, actually, a cigar. I mean, not to take anything away from the Sereno, but a cigar in general just makes things better. Yes. It's aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. It is aromatherapy. Yep. It could be hot stones therapy if you want. <laughs> hot ash therapy. Now we're getting hot weird. Hot ash therapy. Now we're was, getting weird. That was from the Breakfast yes, Club. But it's unfiltered cigar. I know it's unfiltered. So we can be as weird we as we paint. want. I'm talking over you. Mm. But do you remember the Breakfast Club? I do remember the Breakfast Club. I remember yeah. when. Nelson Judd, yeah. whatever his character was. <laughs> yeah. See that? That's about the size of a cigar burn. That's what you get when you get, or a cigarette burn. That's what you get for spilling paint in the garage. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> gotta love oh, Smoke up, Johnny. Gosh. Gotta yeah. love child abuse. Oh, you gotta, well, you gotta love it. movies in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Where well, that was still acceptable because if they did that now, oh, that yeah, wouldn't you'd fly. probably have women marching all over the totally place. Totally wrong. Totally wrong. Absolutely not. But we are here today. We are in, like I said, the Serena Royale Cigar <laughs> Studios. And we are smoking the Serena Royale. And I am uh, one of your hosts, Derek Stewart. I'm here with. Pastor Padron, Dan Ledwith, mm-hmm. and Oliver Niveau. And we, we got to get a nickname for you. Short yeah. Stack. Short Stack. Why? I don't know. I like Short Stack Well, you pancakes. can't give yourself a nickname. It doesn't work like well, that. Well, look. I know, but if you, I wait for you two to do anything, he gave you the, the show will be over. He gave you the green egg, so you've got to give it back. Okay. Yeah, well, true. Look, I don't think the green egg is going to stick. No, you're a slow smoker. Say <laughs> <laughs> they like okay, it. All right. <laughs> Sticks. Sticking. All right. Boom! So Derek, the Green Egg, Stewart with Dan, Pastor, Pastor Padron, Padron, led with, yep. and Oliver, self-proclaimed short stack. <laughs> I don't okay. want to be self-proclaimed. But. Doesn't it sound better when it when it said like that? Yeah, anyway. short stack, Oliver. <sighs> yeah. All right, short stacks. Let's, what are right, we What are we smoking? It. Well, we are fortunate enough to be smoking the Sereno. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Sereno Royale Maduro. Double X. You could call it double X, but it's the 20th. Yep. Those are Roman numerals right. for those of you that yes. didn't pass the first grade. But it is the uh, – because this is a culmination of years and years in the business. 20. From tr- tw- that's why you got the double X. You see that? Um, for Tony Serino. Mm-hmm. So he was, he was in the business importing cigars, bundles, and everything, and, and then started working with La Corona SA out of um, San Jose, Nicaragua. Put a couple blends together because he has four different blends in the, in the Royale – uh, mm-hmm. Line. Mm-hmm. So he has a Connecticut, mm-hmm. um, then he has the Medio, the Maduro, and then the Maduro Double X. 
Which is the one that we are smoking. Which is the one that we are smoking today. And it's the strongest one out of the four. Absolutely. Yes. It is the fullest bodied. And this one actually has an undisclosed binder. So that's what kind of separates it between the the Maduro and the Maduro XX. So the the Maduro, it says that it has Nicaraguan on the filler and binder. um, And it still uses the uh, the Ecuadorian Habano uh, Oscuro wrapper. This one in particular, Mm -hmm. the, uh, the XX uses an undisclosed binder, and then it uses Esteli and Jalapa on the filler. So they're not giving away any trade secrets. They're not giving no, you no any trade no. secrets. But even, I mean, you throw it out, it's kind of general. Yeah, but yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it keeps, the, it keeps the intrigue going. Right. It wants you to think about what you're smoking. Yeah. But it's, uh, so the Sereno on this, on the double X, it does have four sizes. Um, it has a, uh, a Bellicoso, um, a Toro, Robusto, and a Sublime. The Sublime is very similar to the Toro. It's just a yes. little bit longer and a 54 ring gauge as opposed to the, uh, the 52 on this one. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, but an excellent smoke. I mean, lighting up right away, you, you get blasted by the Jalapa mm-hmm. spice. Mm. You, and the sweetness of the Esteli tobacco follows that. Yes, yes that's is, true. It's an interesting combination, I think. This is, this is a, a nice Maduro cigar that mm-hmm. offers excellent flavor. The sweet just finishes on the top. It stays there. Yeah. You know, yep. you get that spice up front and then this raisiny kind of sweetness that sticks with you. Yeah. And the Maduro has a different meaning to me now than it did 10, 15 years ago. The Maduros of old used to be that that's what people were looking for, the, for the sweet, mm-hmm. for the, the it was almost smooth. Like it wasn't, mm-hmm. you weren't necessarily looking at it as a full bodied cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, Maduros now, it's not that you see somebody coming out with a Maduro and it, it looks the same. This is just a rich dark, full-bodied, uh, full-bodied cigar with tons of flavor. And I think the balance, you were talking about the sweetness, and I was saying the spice from the Jalapa, These, the, the filler leaves are aged for five years before they're even rolled. Yeah, and so, then after that, they get another two years as a whole cigar age on top of that. Which you don't, so, and, you don't see. You don't see that, but that is what I believe marries everything together to bring you that balanced flavor. Love it. It's fantastic. Gonna, I'm, and I'm, the, sorry, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, I'm going to see how fast I can rifle through this. Because I don't, don't, I, don't, I don't want it to leave. I don't want it to finish. Look, I don't want you, throw, <laughs> I don't want you throwing up all over my tablecloth. That sounds here. like a challenge. <laughs> go for it. Concerned Anyone get a bucket? And uh, by the way, we Bring do... Bring me a bucket. <laughs> we do have four. We have Money four live on. audience members in the crowd right now. We have, uh, we have doubled our, our, our live audience uh, which is fantastic, and we have a couple regular guys here, and yep. we have a couple other guys that have joined us. Uh, this nice. is the second, first or second time, second time with us here, yep. and uh, that's pretty cool. And Taking we, us eleven weeks to get to four people, but that's okay. <laughs> it's almost his two point seventh time being here. Two point seven four, close enough. But uh, yeah, now now we did name this cigar the Ashles 2016 Cigar of the Year, mm-hmm. and we did it in an interesting way. And it, originally, we really didn't collaborate whatsoever when Not we compiled our list. So the way it yep. worked was uh, Oliver, Daniel, and myself, we each came up with a, a list of five cigars that we thought were the best cigars of the year thus far. And there was one cigar that 
was in our list that we all had in common. Now, keep in mind, we didn't, we didn't discuss this prior. Right. This Correct. is just kind of how it landed. Because if, if, if it didn't go like this, we would have battled it out on stage and argued Somebody about what we thought in should be the number bloody. one. Right. Yeah, it, it was going to be a shit show. Excuse my language. Pardon my French, Oliver. But show it was uh, it, Well, you're French. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I said that. But uh, so it, it, that was the one cigar that we had in common uh, in all three of our lists, and we it, it, we had to dub it number one. Yeah. Because yep. It's it's a great great smoke. Right, because we were saying it's hard to with the amount of cigars that you smoke in a year. Mm-hmm. The just trying to think back to those cigars, and you know how do you how do you narrow it down to the to the number one? So we did the top five. Right, and then I. I actually love the way we did it. Yeah. We didn't talk about it. It mm-hmm. just happened. It was in our top five. We all agreed, so that has to be the That has, has to, to be, be the, the one. one. Has to be the one. It's kind of like how my relationship started. <laughs> From five narrowed down <laughs> we, to one? You yeah. talked to two other people. Uh, they had no, the no, same no. girl on no, the no, list, no. and so you said, <laughs> oh, you, that you one You were then. digging yourself a hole. <laughs> there, there was... Uh, Good there, luck. Green egg. There you was. Just, <laughs> you just, yeah, you just added five more pillows to the bed. Oh, <laughs> going back to the pillows. And let me that tell you, there, seventeen. There, there, we do have uh, now in our household. We do have a total of fourteen pillows. Fourteen. Yeah, and now now there's uh, four pillows in the house pillow- or on the bed. That's just in the house. Okay. And now there are four on a very small couch in our living room that. You literally just throw on the floor if you want to sit on the couch. They're absolutely useless. See, and I've said it before. She likes the decorative side of things. I like the practical side of things. We're just not collabing on that right now. Collabing. 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 I I feel so old. If I want to sit down. Dude, we're not collabing. If I want to sit down and play PlayStation, then I'm going to move the pillows and I'm not putting them back up because you know where I'm going to go right after work? I am going to sit my ash right down on the couch. You know what we should do? Remember at what Chuck E. Cheese, the, the, the pool of balls? Oh, yeah. should yeah. get all those replaced. Forget about carpets or anything else. Just get a whole, just cover your floors with that stuff. Ooh. Ooh. See what she says. Well, her birthday is coming up, so that could be a good surprise. I'll help you. That, oh, she'd that love that. Good. I'd help you just to see the surprise look on her face. <laughs> yeah. It, it would probably be a look of, uh, it would be a cross between surprise and I am going to tear your face off. Yeah, she's a short girl, and and I've come to. I find... I wouldn't want to be on her bad side. No, and I've come to find with experience that women who are shorter in stature tend to have more of a temper. Now, I don't want to be yeah. generalistic the about this, going, but yeah. <laughs> she is a feisty one. Yeah, and I think can you that handle that? I can handle that. Can you uh, handle that? I've handled What's it her for nine years. Oh, Italian. Oh, Sicilian specifically. Short, tall. Yeah, you're dead, Derek. Yeah, yeah, you're dead. Well, I mean, she could, Sicilian. she could definitely, uh, <laughs> she could put a whooping on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, her calves are like. She's got medical she training. Has, you know, man. She, she has could huge, probably well, get rid of you without any forensic evidence. She doesn't sit. She, uh, her her job. She does not sit. She walks. She's standing all day, so her calves are just like trunks. You'll be in the could, trunk of a car by the uh, age of forty. I'm telling you, one size eight to the jaw, and I'm out. Can I tell I'm you something? Out. No, women do not like their calves referred to as trunks. No, no, no. She she refers to them as trunks. She, she says can they refer are to trunks. them as trunks, but and if you refer to them as trunks, it's totally fine. You're dead, I, man. Trust me, it's totally fine. It is totally fine. Dead green egg walking. Yeah, <laughs> dead green egg walking. We knew what you meant. Hmm. So 
Derek, what did you smoke this week? Because it might have been the last thing that you do. So. It, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, <laughs> Haley. I don't know if she watches. I hope she does. But look, we both know you have huge calves. What did you smoke this week, Derek? <laughs> the audience is cringing. <laughs> so earlier today, I, I wound up smoking. I, I was digging through my humidor, and I, I had recently purchased uh, – one of the, the newer renditions of uh, the Dirty Rap by Drew Estate. The Dirty Rap. Yep, and that one comes out of Nicaragua, mm-hmm. uses uh, Broadleaf Maduro wrapper, Brazilian binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. Uh, and I recall way back when that cigar came out, it was great. It was fantastic. It, and it was very hard to come by. And if you mm. can get your hands on some, hang on to them mm-hmm. because you might not see them anytime soon. Uh, now that... I smoked this one that came out recently. Uh, I've noticed a, a, a change, and not in a not in a super good way. I don't think it's the same exact cigar that was around, you know, five, six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I think it has, because of the change in crops and possibly the change in ownership of Drew Estate going from uh, being owned by themselves to Swisher International, I think that may have had something to do with a slight difference in the taste of the cigar. It could be my imagination, but Mm -hmm. um, I used to smoke those all the time, and uh, it was just just different Hmm. from what I remember. Hmm. Dan, how about you? Yeah, no, I haven't gone into that. I've I've never had a dirty rat. You've never had one? No, I've had a T9, I've had the 9, I've had the 52, but I've never had the dirty rat. No. It's a, it's an, it, it was an interesting smoke. Mm. It's very full-bodied. It's very rich. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. The yeah. thing Absolutely. has cojones. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, if you're not used to that kind of thing, it is gonna, it's going to get you sweating. Mm. But uh, flavor-wise, I just don't think that it's uh, exactly the same as I recall. Would it be something I'd like to try if I could find one around? Yeah, They're hard you, to find. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, whenever they come out, grab one. Okay. Grab one and try yeah. it out and tell me what you think. Yeah. Well, I smoked a... Um, uh, Oliva Siri V uh, Milano mm. uh, this Very past nice. week, the uh, Robusto size, uh, and it was just a fantastic, fantastic cigar. This real nice medium bodied and a balance of, of spiciness and almost floral kind of notes to it. And the burn was impeccable. Mm-hmm. Just this straight, you know, it's a box press cigar, straight down the, the stick and the ash didn't flake one it's very white bit. ash too very it? white yeah. very straight and uh lasted about an inch and a half before it fell off on its own um i really really enjoyed yeah. it it was good now they it's were very, very creamy too yeah. very creamy uh, very that. smooth yeah. cigar yeah now that that's another that's another brand that was recently acquired by a european cigar company called uh, jay cortez mm-hmm. and uh they they are massive and uh, as far as I know, Oliva is getting to keep their farms and use the same tobaccos. But Jay Cortez is going to be running the whole show. Mm. And they are, they're overseas, but they're, they're going to be basically the ones overseeing production of the cigars uh, that are coming out of Nicaragua. And uh, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that that doesn't change the way Oliva performs yeah. in their construction yeah. and quality of the tobaccos. Because they have a lot of nice smokes out there. The V is uh, a very good choice. Yeah. As long as they still have control of their their farms. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think and I hope it will stay the same. Because once you lose control of that. Then everything changes. Right. You know? Yeah. Because, I mean, they, they, I mean, they've been supplying tobacco for a long time. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know when it started. But, I mean, their family has a history of supplying tobacco, growing tobacco. So as long as they keep a hold of that 
and the fermentation process, the aging, everything, you know, hopefully the cigar stays the same. Because you see a lot, once a, the, the larger companies come in and pick up these known brands that, that you love, to your point earlier, mm-hmm. um, the cigar changes. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of goes to the wayside. And hopefully, again, these larger companies don't come in, swoop in, pick up these smaller brands, and then phase them out. And destroy yeah. them, basically. Yep. 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 And that's seen in other industries as well. I used to work in the beer industry and saw that happen. Uh, Budweiser, uh, InBev. Uh, SAB Miller, they would buy these smaller brands that were getting big and taking away profits from from the main brands. They would purchase them and they would either create them on their own or they would just erase them from the market. Mm -hmm. And that is the same exact thing that is happening with cigars right now. And uh, most recently, actually last week, Nat Sherman, uh, that is the famous cigar shop out of New York, was purchased by a, uh, a parent company of, uh, of cigarette company, Philip Morris. Morris. Philip Morris. Philip yeah. Morris. They were purchased right. by the parent company of Philip Morris, yep. and uh, they are going to be shutting down all of their stores in New York for an undisclosed amount of time. Whoa, I didn't hear that. That's a very interesting Huge. move. Uh, and I'm wondering what they're going to be doing because I was actually planning on going to New York sometimes next, sometime next year. And I wanted to, I wanted to go in and see the Nat Sherman uh, uh, storefront because I've seen pictures and it looks really cool. Like old school 1930s look and everything like that. And uh, I'm also curious if they're going to be keeping the same employment there or if they're going to swap them out with other employees and maybe pay them less to you know rake in the profits i don't know they said that they are going to keep all of their employees but that is really up in the air as we've seen with um uh villiger cigars Mm. uh last year Mm. Mm -hmm. well that's a, a sad, yeah. No, it's a sad state. It is very sad, really, because that's if if you haven't noticed the direction that everything's going, and it will continue. This isn't the last one that's going to be picked no. up. No. So, as it, you know, I've heard some people say, just cigar smokers, the guys that come into the lounge, the guys that buy cigars. I've heard some say, you know, you talk to them about the taxes and what's going on in the industry. They're like, well, it doesn't really affect me. Of course, it it's going to affect you. Yes, it does. Your cigar could be gone. Your cigar prices will go up, and it's not that the retailer just wants to make more, they're making less unless they, they charge more. Because right. the taxes are going up, the, right. everything, everything's getting hit, and it, 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 affects, yeah. it affects everybody. Yeah. So you have, to, you have to pay attention. As much as we've had uh, you know, emails saying, peop- you know, people saying, I don't want to hear about the FDA anymore, I don't want to hear about these regulations. It's important. How do you not want to hear about it? it? It affects everything that goes on in this industry. Right. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's a lot of brands that are going to just disappear. And if you like those brands, I think you would want to know what's what's yeah. the current state of affairs with them, right? Yeah. And what's happening? It's it's news, it's legislation, it's very important. There are places that are just completely banning uh, tobacco, and it's mm-hmm. it's just outrageous. Mm-hmm. You know what's outrageous? The Sereno Royale Maduro <laughs> Double X. I am destroying the cigar. How far are you I love down? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you're about uh, halfway there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I went through I a third, but I'm getting I'm getting a lot of um, you know woodiness and some floral notes. It's mm. you, you get a little bit of, of sweetness and, uh, out of this, but the the woodiness and and the the retro hail on this is absolutely beautiful. I love the retro hail yeah. on this. It's a slight it's not, yeah. pepper. It's balanced. It's very balanced. It's, it's very not balanced. obnoxious. Yeah. Very kind of I don't. Know, it's a 
it's a floral kind of thing that it's hard to describe. Yeah. The, the that, that sweetness. It's like that, mm-hmm. the little bit of a of a nectar, mm-hmm. uh, you know, floral floral taste to it. Um, you know, and, and it's a little bit surprising for mm-hmm. when you when you look at the breakdown of the cigar being in Nicaraguan and Ecuadorian right. Habano Oscuro wrapper. It's, mm-hmm. you're, you're looking for full, 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 overpowering flavor, but it it's just balanced. And I think that a lot of that comes from the aging. Yep. And I think that's why this is getting such high acclaim from not just us, but a bunch of other uh, media outlets that deal with cigars, too. But we were the first. We, we were, were the first. first that Again, the number they're one. all just copying yeah, everyone's, us. Yeah. Yep. And we've been around for 11 episodes, and they're just biting our style big mm-hmm. time. Big time. I'd say. But, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Now, now we do have every week, Oliver. You give us a, a rundown of Ooh, some social media. Let's dealings. go into the pick of the week. Pick Woo! of the week. So pick of the, the, week. the hashtag that everyone is using, and it, it's I love seeing it. The assholes. The the hashtag that they're using on Instagram. So we're 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 going out there as collectively the three of us looking who's who's using it, and there's this one guy out there. In Houston, which I'll be going to for United Cigars here in uh, two weeks right after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Houston, at Charles.H.Chapman, uh, he used the hashtag the assholes. And I don't want to take anything away from him by saying I don't even care what he's doing. The fact that he used it, I want to celebrate him. Yep. But he's taking some good pictures, too. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So I would definitely check him out. But uh, you know, the more people that use the assholes as a hashtag, the better the world will be. Now, I you, think. you know the thing that I do, because I'm also on Instagram, and uh, I, I was getting real sick and tired of having to type in all those hashtags, hashtag cigars, mm-hmm. hashtag now smoking, hashtag, hashtag, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. I went into my notes app, and I typed all the hashtags that I wanted to use, and I got like 30 of them saved, yeah. so I just copy you can only do and 30. paste. Yeah. Yeah. So copy and paste. It, yep. it saves so much time. Even though mm-hmm. social media is probably one of the laziest things that you could do to communicate with other people. It is so My lazy, keyboard app remembers those. So as soon as I type the hashtag and the letter C, it all starts to come up. I just go bam, 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 bam. See, I, I, all I, done. I eliminated the bam, 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 bam. It's just one bam and done. One bam and done? One bam and You're done. You're one bam man? That's it. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a one bam chump. Where, where are you taking this? <laughs> Dan's taking I'm this not to taking a place it anywhere else. It's gone all on its own, baby. And that's that's how <laughs> it goes. But uh, and there are people out there that are, are using the hashtag the assholes frequently. Uh, Where at we actually have uh, several hundreds of posts now under that hashtag on Instagram, <laughs> which is very cool to see. There's a lot of people using it. I'm one of them. You're one of them. Because they're all assholes. And that's what we want. We want people to come in, and we want them to be assholes with us. That's exactly the idea of this whole entire program. Yeah. And really, we want them to share the experience, because what we're doing (coughs) is we're just having fun. We're talking about a cigar that we're smoking uh, at the show, but we're also talking about the cigars that we've smoked during the week. And if you talk about the cigars that you've smoked during the week, you're always tapping into new, new cigars. Rarely do you have... Um, you know, someone that's just staying with one cigar. Right. You have your go-to. Yeah. And and to me, I've said it before when when I you know just on Instagram talking to Sereno too. This this is this is one of my go-tos mm. because mm. It, because of the consistency because I love the flavor profile. Um, it is a cigar that you know for me smoking fuller bodied. I can't. I, I can even smoke this to start the day off. I could too because oh. it just it wakes you up. I'm not one of these people who thinks you have to have a mild cigar in the morning. 
No. What, what's up with that? You're going to have a big, strong cup oh, of coffee good. in the morning. Why can't you have a big, strong cigar to go with it? Get a shot right in the face. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? If, if you're not that type of person that can withstand a, a full-bodied smoke first thing in the morning, Sereno offers a Connecticut. Right. You could try that out. And that's a great cigar, too. I have smoked And that, that Connecticut is, is a surprising Connecticut because it actually uses more Jalapa in that blend than, uh, than the others. Yeah. The other, yeah. other, other three blends. Yeah. Um, so it offers a lot of body for a mm-hmm. Connecticut. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a mild it's cigar. A it's a nice, yep. nice cigar. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that nice. one actually kind of reminds me of the cigar that we smoked earlier in the week, which was La Galera, how mm-hmm. that cigar did have, even though it was a mild uh, strength cigar, that had body. And that's exactly what you get with the Sereno Connecticut, too. Mm. So what are you guys picking up on this? Uh, on this? I, I know I've talked about it. I'm getting the more the floral and the, the woodiness. You picking anything else up? For me, uh, and I say it often, but this is just <laughs> <laughs> leather. A leather. lot of leather. leather. <laughs> a lot of, co- of cocoa, chocolatey yep. notes. Uh, and there's a solid back note of espresso that just kind of lingers, and it hangs out for a long time. If you ever have Cuban coffee... It's it's this would go great. It's so good, coffee. and it just it just sticks around like a Cuban coffee would, right. just kind of hanging out, playing with the other flavors. Right, and that's the finish. It's a long. It is another long finish. Yeah, yeah. Like it stays. It stays with you, and that's what I mean. Like I wanted to rifle through this because that flavor stays there, but I just want. I, I want it to continue. Yep. And, mm. and fortunately, with this, it, it I mean it almost coats the coats your palate. There is an oiliness it, that a very, yeah. goes along with this, and the wrapper has a little bit of a sheen to it, yep. along with a little bit of tooth that gives it a nice texture and mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. And I can't say enough good things about that. You give uh, me a good mouthfeel. Oh, now we're getting so weird. <laughs> now we're getting weird. I think that's a. I think that's a good time that we are going to actually uh, go ahead and jump into a break. Oh you no! Think? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're I gonna think we're going to have to end on that note. But when we come back, we are going to read some viewer mail. Uh, we will announce the ash hole of the week mm-hmm. for January twenty fifth, twenty seventeen, and uh, we're going to give you some more thoughts on the Sereno Royale Maduro XX. And we are here live at the Sereno Royale Studios. In Salem, New Hampshire, and we'll catch you right when we come back. All right. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serena. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. 
But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers. How about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh, yeah, so smooth. And oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box Pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. 
And we are back coming to you live from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios here in Salem, New Hampshire. We are on episode number 11, and we are smoking the 2016 Cigar of the Year, as dubbed by us, the Ashholes. Mm. Be sure to check us out on theashholes.net, and you can also find us on Facebook, where we are live on Facebook Live. We are on YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, uh, and Twitter as well. And don't forget the Instagram. Use the hashtag theashholes and be featured on the show. Mm-hmm. So, guys, we, we are back from the break, and uh, I wanted to read a little email that we got in from a viewer, and his name is uh, his name is Sonny, and he says, hey, guys, and, and now I, I'd like to mention that we are going to be answering some questions, so I'd like to get your uh, thinking caps on right oh, now. Oh, boy. Okay. So, uh, well, he says, hi, guys, I'm really yeah. enjoying the show. Mm-hmm. I am not able to catch the live show, but I am up to the 10th episode. Mm-hmm. I may have missed it, but I would like to know your backgrounds in the cigar business and what your current jobs are in the industry. How did you all come together to, uh, to do a show? And uh, that's what he wants to know. So let's give him some answers. So, Oliver, where did you get your start? So uh, in, the, in the industry? Well, yep. I, started, I started smoking cigars when I was 16. Um, you rebel. I know, I know. <laughs> but that was, I just didn't. You I didn't, raided your daddy's I, humidor. I raided, I raided my dad's humidor. Uh, I wasn't a cigarette smoker. I stayed away from it. I was in sports, so it just wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. again, it's not like I was smoking 2.7 cigars a day back then, but I was smoking quite a few cigars. Um, <laughs> and then that led to just uh, a passion. Mm. Um, I loved it. There was a gentleman by the name of Henry Sheline who worked with um, a guy from Consolidated at the time, which became Altadis. But Henry Sheline, my father was in the um, in the hotel industry. Henry Sheline was in the hotel industry, but big cigar smokers, mm-hmm. and so it was always around. They, they were always smoking cigars, and and I just loved it. And I started reading about cigars, and it was just such an interesting, um, interesting passion that mm. that I just jumped into. I don't know, not sure why, but um, then from there I moved out to Las Vegas, and I was doing computer graphics, but I wanted a way to buy cigars at a discount. <laughs> so, selfishly, I looked in the phone book. I found a, a cigar company. I started working for them. Uh, within a few months, I started managing one of the, the shops in the casinos. Yeah. Then they brought me into the office. I started doing some of the, the marketing, and then that got into manufacturing. Um, so, I was doing that for them for about 14 years. Mm. Um, and I was doing similar to what I'm doing now. I was I was repping a, a few brands. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that nationally, and... Um, then um, I was doing that for them for 14 years. I moved back to uh, back to Boston in 2012, and I got linked up with uh, United Cigars, which is um, our manufacturing distribution division. Mm-hmm. Um, and as uh, as a United Cigar director of sales, I am now fortunate enough to uh, start seeing the country and start. Uh, Bringing our cigars out to the uh, out to the public, and and that's the Atabay, the Nelson, the Selected Tobacco line, Atabay, Byron, uh, Bandolero, but mm-hmm. it's also the Lagiana, Garofalo, United Cigar. Fantastic um, stuff! I yeah. love I love the United Cigar. Yeah, uh, the Lagiana Toro, I'm in love with. But that's also the Firecracker. Right. Uh, I mean, there are so many there are so many cigars, and the exciting part about what United is is what it will become, mm-hmm. um, because the potential is 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 so great. We have so many brands that aren't even on, they're on the market and have been, and they meet the predicate date. So it's exciting for retailers to, to know this. Um, and, and cigar smokers out there as well, because some of the brands may be leaving the shelf. Right. But we have plenty of cigars that will be back on the shelf. Right. Excellent. So, right. 
Dan, how about you? Where'd you get going? <sighs> I myself, I started smoking cigars when I was a little bit older than Oliver here. Um, I was in graduate school, actually. And uh, I actually, you know, I was in school, seminary to be a pastor. And um, we had a bunch of uh, uh, guys who smoked cigars. I got invited into that. And that, you know, just kind of turned one thing into another. And and um, uh, kind of like Oliver, you know, I was kind of looking for a way to, <laughs> how can I get more into this <laughs> and not spend quite as much money? And so, uh, you know, I was at the Princeton Seminary in uh, Princeton, New Jersey. And there's a great little cigar shop in there called A Little Taste of Cuba. And I got hired there. And Jorge Armenteros is the uh, guy who owns that place. He's a fantastic guy, a uh, master tobacconist. And uh, he, you know, had this uh, training program, which is now, um, uh, is it Cuban Cigar University? Is it tobacco? Tobacconist University. Tobacconist University. And a great thing. And, um, you know, I spent three years there with him. He taught me a lot of what I know. And... um, uh, moved out from there, um, and then I pastored for a number of years up here in New England. But I was always at the cigar shop, always sitting there. I did most of my work in the shop. I've written three books, uh, all of which were done in the cigar shop. Cool. And um, uh, one thing led to another. I ended up uh, getting hired again by um, uh, the Two Guys Smoke Shop, and I work in all three of their locations. And so, I, you know, uh, you know, uh, next to what Oliver is, you know, I'm, I'm like a nothing. And, you know, and, and Derek is a... Nothing on top of Derek nothing. Derek is a, uh, a geek of geeks. I, I prefer to call myself an enthusiast. I don't pretend to know near as much as they do, but I love cigars. I love smoking. I love pipes. Never done cigarettes either or anything like that. But I really enjoy... Uh, uh, cigars very much and so yeah, i'm very glad to be on the show that this was something that you know just kind of happened i think we were all yeah. just you know when i got hired you know, the, you know because i could speak in public and wasn't uh, didn't have any problem with uh you know dealing with audiences and speaking live and off the cuff dave said well you know we've got this show that we're thinking about putting together would you want to be on it? and i said sure absolutely yeah but but let's let's also say that we're not claiming to be experts we just love mm. cigars mm-hmm and that's the right? big. Thing. That's the big thing. Yeah. And and one quote that I love, and it was when I was I was driving around with Nelson Alfonso mm-hmm. in Miami, who is a genius when it comes to cigars as well in the industry. I mean, he wrote he actually he wrote a book, The World of Habanos. Yes. Um, yep. For Habanos essay, but he said the one thing that I know about no no what do you say <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I know about cigars. Is that I know I don't know anything about cigars, mm. and that's true. Is because it's it's, it's constantly always, evolving. It's always changing, always growing, and you know, just one more interesting fact: it was Jorge at down at a little taste of Cuba that dubbed that name Pastor Padron because I was always smoking Padrones in his shop, and so they all knew I was going into ministry work. And so one day I come in and he says, "Oh look, it's Pastor Padron!" Oh, uh-huh. and it has stuck for the last seventeen years. That's a great name. Yeah, I love it. That'd be a moniker. No, moniker. That's my moniker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my moniker's yeah. past. I'd say it yeah. fits quite well. Mm. Uh, but with me, I did. Um, uh, contrary to you guys, I, I did dabble in the cigarette world for a little bit. But uh, that was after <laughs> uh, my dabbling in the world of cigars. Uh, I had my first cigar when I was fourteen or fifteen. So, like you, Oliver, I was a little bit of a rebel. And uh, my buddy and I, we would always go to this one cigar shop up in North Conway, New Hampshire, uh, and we would go in. 
and we'd pick out a couple cigars, and of course he would grab them, um, and we'd go outside and we'd smoke them. And I didn't really understand it, and I didn't, I didn't get it, uh, what what a cigar really was. I just knew that I thought I was a super badass being a cigar smoking kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after that, I kind of gave it up for a little bit, and then um, met my girlfriend, and her dad was really big into cigars. And I started smoking more with him, and uh, then I kind of spiraled off into the world of online social media with Reddit.com, um, with Facebook, and all that. So I got really deep into that, and I started doing reviews on my own YouTube channel, um, and that started to gain a lot of subscribers and a lot of views. And I just wanted to learn more and more and more because I could never learn enough. And mm-hmm. like you, I was constantly reading and researching and uh, looking at things that I didn't know and how to look at them a different way. Mm. Uh, and then that YouTube channel landed me in the middle of Nicaragua uh, at one point, <laughs> And I got to tour some factories. And I saw, you know, from seed to smoke the process. And then after that, it was just, you know, after... Th- seeing all of that, I kind of went into a depression <laughs> because, because I was like, I've, I, I was just thinking like, uh, this is the culmination of what I've wanted to do. And mm. I, I, I saw everything and I'm getting goosebumps talking about it just because it's, it, it was such a mind blowing experience to see it firsthand and to actually uh, jump in there and actually blend a cigar while I was there too. So I got to take what I've learned over the course of the years and actually apply that to a smokable product, right. which was very cool. And I, I still have some at home that Are I'm you just sitting up? on. I'm a little bit. I'm <laughs> getting a little emotional here. Uh, but now at, at this point, I too work at Two Guys Smoke Shop in New mm-hmm. Hampshire. I have worked in all three stores, um, primarily in Seabrook and uh, one day in the Salem store. I, I help work on the Cigar Authority and um, mm-hmm. doing the Ash Holes show, so it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. What, what was your first box that you bought? My first box was a box of Hoya de Nicaragua uh, Cuatro Cinco, the, the first release of it. And it was a 10-count box. And I remember the day I got it. I got it at, <laughs> I got it at two guys. And I was, sitting in my, I was sitting in my Jeep, and I'm like, wow. This is my first box of cigars, and I spent so much money on it. And I'm like, it, it costs like 110 bucks. I'm like, oh my god, I never thought I'd spend so much on a box of cigars. You yeah. know, one yeah. one cigar, and mm. uh, that that was my that was my first box. I really like the cigar. I have none mm. left. And mm-hmm. You can't can't get that particular one anymore. But uh, no, I I really liked it. So, my first box yeah. was a box of Padron, Padron of 2000 yeah. Maduros. I don't remember the day. It was not a great emotional experience that scarred it into no. my memory. But it was a fantastic <coughs> box of cigars. It was like an out-of-body experience for oh, me, honestly. Awesome. I, remember, <laughs> I remember the time. <laughs> and I, I think you know, to, to kind of you know, jump on, on Sonny's you know, question, too, and, and the question I, I, I presented to you guys. My first box, so I had just moved back. Or, yeah, I was, we, with the family, I was, I was young. We just moved back to Massachusetts uh, because I was born in Quincy, moved back to Mass from New York. I had a fake ID that said I was 18. Yeah. Because I wanted to get into you know some concerts when I was 16. Uh-huh. So I was still 16. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh-huh. Sophomore in high school, I went to Walgreens. I picked up a box of 50 count of Sweeties. 
Sweeties, oh, yeah. I remember terrible. I mean, not a yeah. premium cigar, but we were going on a ski trip. The whole school was going mm. on a ski trip to Canada, mm-hmm. and I wanted to pick up a box of cigars because that's, so that's just who I was. Yeah, it was You're all, so it was, generous. Yeah, it was, well, generous. I think it was like 15 bucks. <laughs> 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 but that was my well, first back box. Then, you know, it's like big, but, it's a big deal. It's but cigars my first, are man money, yeah, man. it was. It, my first premium box was a box. It was a 10-count box of Teamos. Teamos. Yep. Man. Teamos. Yep. I remember those. I yeah. haven't had one of those in a long time. Do they still make them? They do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we have them in yeah. the shop. We They're, do. Uh, that's, that's straight up Mexican tobacco. Oh, yeah, it is. And if you yep. smoke Mexi- Mexican tobacco, that is as Mexican as you're going to get. Yeah. Mexico. Just earth. Straight mm-hmm. up earth. That was yep. gritty. But, that was uh, it. Yeah. So that's how, that's how we got into it, and that's you know, where, we, where we are now and continue. There you yeah. go. So, now you know our story. Yeah. So, yeah. Sonny, we'd like to thank you for submitting your questions through the Contact Us page of theashwells.net. And if you have any questions or comments or hate mail for us, feel free to drop us a line over at theashwells.net. And uh, now, before we get into the Ashwell of the Week, what are, we, what are we getting with our Sereno Royale Maduro XX? So I'm a little further. Well, Dan's almost, Dan's catching up, mm-hmm. but I'm getting a lot of charred wood right now, mm-hmm. which is just a very rich smokiness. Yeah, um, kind of like a firewood, charred right, oak. Right, so like a charred oak. So I could I could I could sit down with this with a with a nice uh, rich bourbon, a strong mm-hmm. bourbon, even a mezcal tequila. Mm. Add to that smokiness. Um, but I'm getting a lot of charred wood, you know, that, that peatiness that you get from a, from a scotch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get the peatiness I get in the retrohale. Mm-hmm. That's, a good, that's a good word for it. I'm picking up a lot more notes of a, a dark chocolate, kind of uh, dark chocolate. kind of like the, the lint chocolate, like 75% cocoa mm-hmm. is how I'd describe that. That's my favorite uh, chocolate bar from lint, and uh, that's, that's just on the finish. That is what I am being reminded of right mm-hmm. now. Uh, uh, not overly sweet chocolate, and it's just mm. coating my palate, and yeah. I can't say enough good things. Those floral notes are really kind of gone. Yeah, yeah they, they leave. It, get, it just gets richer yep. and more that, uh, more that charred, that oak, that mm-hmm. woodiness comes out. Mm-hmm. And if the, if the Lind chocolate people are watching, we'll put our address in case they want to send us any. Yeah, yep. just, just and case. that's totally fine. We're just We're throwing good. it out there. Yeah. And yeah, we'll we'll send you that. So maybe we could have a little chocolate pairing going on, sponsored by Lint Chocolates. But that would be awesome because <laughs> the Cigar Authority they do a uh, they do a little segment snack, uh, of, the snack of the week, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, the mid show snack. Let's and, do, we uh, could do that. I, I know. We, well, we yeah, we can get into that. we have we have a Facebook Live guy, Jamie Condrat, mm-hmm. who I'm familiar with. But uh, we can get into that later if we want. If we have to get into something, but Jamie's asking, uh, do you guys recommend one type of humidor? Diamond Crown. Diamond Crown, just as... Diamond Crown yeah. humidors. They Fantastic. are some of the best out yeah. there. They are made so well, and they are made to the point of being capable of turning into a family heirloom. Yeah. Uh, they are that nice. They're and, made uh, from one block of wood. That's it. And one block of wood that you cut the top it. so everything matches. And not only that, but the inside of the lid is actually magnetized. So right. all of the hardware, the hygrometer and the... The, uh, the humidifier, actually, you can place wherever on the lid that you want. And not only that, but that magnet inside of the lid adds extra weight to it. Right. So over the years of you opening and closing, opening and closing, uh, the, the seals, they tend to wear out on most humidors. Yeah. But with that extra weight, it holds it down and keeps it closed. It's very good. And they are all able to be locked so your kids and 
dogs won't chew up your stuff, you know, <laughs> right. or, or smoke your stuff. <laughs> yeah. And but you can pick, I mean, definitely pick it up at, at your local brick and mortar, but yeah. we also have a great selection here at, uh, at Two Guys. Yep, and mm-hmm. you, can find, yeah. you can find them on twoguyscigars.com, and yeah. I'm not saying that because they sell them here in the shop, but that's just because I, I have one, and mm-hmm. I've had it for several years, and it still performs like new. Yep. Yeah. And they're, they're just fantastic, wonderful, fantastic wonderful products. Boxes. Uh, but so now. And great display pieces, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, right? I mean, the, the finish on that, that is something. So, you know, your girlfriend can have the throw pillows because that's decorative. This is a humidor that can be a decorative piece. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do they come with pillow tops? <laughs> uh, it better not. <laughs> it better not. <laughs> what if maybe there's something there? You just put your chocolate in his peanut butter. Why can't you have a humidor that's a pillow? Would that have any practical use? Yes, when you're laying in bed, and all of a sudden you just feel like a cigar. Just reach oh. in and grab it. Okay, well, I can understand that. But and then again, that's another pillow, and that's too many pillows. But it's a humidor. Uh, it cancels each other out, in my it. opinion. I don't know. That's too much. That's too much. But anyway, we are going to go ahead and fast forward to the ash hole of the week. Yes. And uh, this week was uh, obviously a big week in the world of politics, and we try and stay away from that. But, I mean, this just kind (laughs) of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, But (laughs) And I feel that this person is really, really trying to hold on to their relevancy. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That was at its peak in the 80s. In the 80s. Started to trail off in the early 2000s. But she's... She's made a rather uh, prolific comeback um, at the at the Women's March, um, and I believe she was in Washington, D.C., and uh, she said that she thought about blowing up the White House frequently. <laughs> anybody, and, and I'm telling you, anybody else who would have said that would have been immediately arrested. Yeah. Right. Immediately. Mm-hmm. But no, no, she, she's totally fine with, uh, with, you know, announcing that threat. And it should be construed as a threat, I feel. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of people out there defending her statement, and I don't really think that is a, a defendable statement. It's not defendable. No. No. It's not. And the Ashel of the Week is? Madonna. 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 The famous singer that reached her peak in the 1980s with songs such as Like a Virgin. Uh, she is the Ashel of the Week for, uh, for threatening that and walking away scot-free. Because I know if I yeah. said that, that pff, bye guys, I don't, shows I over. I don't care who's but in the White House, whether you you know a Democrat, Republican. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter. matter. You should never ever say but something. But that's a like true. That. That's a true showing of how soft the country has become. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To allow that, I mean, even <clears throat> look, even the march, um, uh, you you want to support women's rights, and I'm totally totally am, for that. I'm for that. Where were they before, right? I mean, you know, during the vote, if they had, yeah, they wanted to state something, they should they should have had the march before the day that that came out to show something. But protests are now becoming more more violent. Yeah, um, they're they're inciting violence by even saying blowing up. Are you kidding me? Blowing up any type of national uh, monument mm-hmm. structure, anything that symbolizes America, you're you're, you're directing people f- by someone who has that much influence. Yeah. Locked and that, up, and that's a lot of celebrities right now. I would well, lock, Hollywood's I would lock been doing her that up for years. Lock, what, was the, what was the name of that movie where the, the White House blew up? Oh, uh, Independence, Independence Day. Day. Well, there's Independence Day. Then there was another one, but that was with aliens. Um, 
Right. And I mean, you do, you do have free speech. Right. Yeah. Obviously. But that, that is, that is uh, completely different than a threat. Right. Mm-hmm. Completely free, different. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I say lock her up with her fishnet and her rubber you know, bracelets. Everything that she did bad for the 80s, fluorescent everything, lock all that up. Yep. With what's left of the Beastie Boys. No, no. Keep them. Keep the okay. Free to bed. All right, we'll keep them. We'll keep them. <laughs> so there you have it. Ash hole of the yep. week. Madonna. 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 And that's that. Oliver, uh, we have time to actually catch up on what we missed with you earlier. What was the, what was the cigar that you had earlier this week that uh, stuck out? So my <clears throat> the cigar that stuck out, a Bandolero. Bandolero. The Bandolero. Which one? Um, I smoked the which one did I smoke? <clears throat> the Tremendos. The Tremendos. <clears throat> it's a robusto size five by fifty. It's in. Now, the, the Bandolero has two different packs, we'll okay. call them. So two different blends. Okay. Um, one, one uses a Peruvian Lajero with Undisclosed. The Tremendous is part of the second or the third pack mm-hmm. uh, because there's one pack that's in Europe. This is part of the third pack. So it uses a Nicaraguan Lajero with Undisclosed um, tobaccos inside and an Ecuadorian wrapper. But that, the wrapper on that just has this, like the, the old Colorado mm. wrapper, the mm-hmm. red yeah, uh, it just has such a beautiful color to it. It's gorgeous. Uh, it's so smooth. Mm-hmm. So the appearance and, and the look is fantastic. But the the cigar itself is is just smooth, but so much body to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. That one stood out. And that's fantastic. It's such a good stick. And you're going to be on the Cigar Authority show this weekend. I will. Correct. Mm-hmm. I will be. And, I, and if I recall, you guys are smoking a Bandolero. I'm not sure which one. I think I think you have to tune in to find out. They are going to have to tune in to find out. And you can catch them live Saturday from noon to 2 on thecigarauthority.com. And they also, I'm taking over. Oliver's taking over. He is leeching over from the ash holes to the Cigar Authority. And he will He's be on pulling there. a berry. <laughs> pulling a berry. A lot of people said that berry, is, he was a great fit for the show when he was on uh, in place of Oliver and myself for those two weeks. A lot of people were saying that about Terry, too. Yeah, Terry, too. Both, mm-hmm. both, both did a great Got job. high yeah. marks. We have great fill-ins here on the Ash Holes. Yep. So if anyone yeah. ever... Uh, well, let's be honest. Outside of put, you know, giving us all symbols so we can be monkeys, I mean, <laughs> anybody can fill in uh, with our positions. It's, it's, it's not that difficult. No. It's not that we're, difficult. No, we're just having fun. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I get worried with this whole contraption here yeah. just because there's a, yep. there, it, I should take a picture and post it on the Ashles Facebook page, but there's a lot of buttons and switches and knobs and things mm-hmm. that flash and blink, and I'm just afraid that I'm, I'm going to make this thing explode one of these days, but <laughs> we'll I'm, deal I'm, with it. I'm getting comfortable with we'll it, deal and with that's it. totally fine. You're doing awesome, Derek. You do uh, such a great job with that, really. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. But uh, what, so... Uh, I was going to say, I'm, uh, something new that I'm picking up now, so I wanted to get back into the uh, Sereno Royale uh, Maduro. Double X, XX. I say XX. 20. Yep. And I, I was actually talking with Carson Sereno, because uh, I, was, I was recording the ad for the show, and I was like, hey, how do you guys pronounce the, the two-letter Xs um, at the end of the name of the cigar? And he was like, well, it was originally supposed to be, as you said, you know, Roman numerals 20th. Uh, the the Maduro twentieth, but a lot of people said double X, and a lot of people said XX. But he said more people were gearing towards the XX side of things. So there you have it, straight from the source. Uh huh. It's XX. There you go. I so mispronounce. Pick- I supposedly mispronounce everything. You do. according to you guys. But uh, <laughs> what do you mispronounce about uh, what you're picking up in the so, cigar? 
I'm getting I'm getting some nuttiness, mm. almost like a, a pistachio in the back. I get the saltiness from there's the a saltiness pistachio. here. There's a saltiness. I was you know cashew came to mind more for me. Oh boy! Oh, did I was I five that second guy? rule? He dropped. His I just dropped rule. my stick. Oh, I think don't okay. worry. We washed the floor three or four but, weeks ago. Look, that's that's a lot to say about the construction. Look at that. No crack. Nothing. Although it that's did fantastic. it did hit it did hit like twenty limbs on me. <laughs> well, that goes oh, to show. And that's another thing that we didn't mention is the the construction of the Serena Royal Maduro XX. Look at the burn. It's excellent. I've, yep. I've had a still solid, straight. Solid burn the whole way, and I, and the color of this ash is a nice medium white color, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that medium goes to show. White. Med- yeah, medium white. It's not medium completely white. white. No, it's really not white. It's salt and pepper. Yeah, salt yeah, and pepper. Salt and pepper kind of look to it, it, it like your beard. Yeah, it's <laughs> very much so. That's the stress that you're putting me through. I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard. I don't know if you'll find it in a Crayola crayon box, the medium white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you'll ever hear anybody say, can you pass me the medium white? No, but, that's, uh, a, that's a made-up I'll color go, yeah. like Mr. Jonathan <laughs> makes up flavors. Can you pass me the white white? Yes. <laughs> the, full, the full white, medium white. The medium white, white the, the light white. Yeah. But, yeah, great, no, great construction, mm. great burn. Um, the the ash, I mean, it 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 sits yeah, there. It doesn't that. it doesn't flake. It doesn't fall off. It's perfect. Uh, no, great construction. It's but uh, but I, I love the the complexity. It's it's changing. Mm. Yep. And know? the the uh, the aroma of this cigar is noticeably uh, rich in the air. And uh, I, I've noticed working in the shop, walking past someone, I can pretty much tell when someone's smoking a Sereno just because it doesn't give off that. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but that like ash smell that a lot of different cigars out there tend to give off. It is it's a very pleasing aroma. It it smells kind of like a coffee shop mm. or a nice shoe shop almost to to go with like the leathery notes yeah. that I'm picking up on on the draw. Uh, but that's that's another quality of this cigar that definitely yeah. has to do with the amount of aging that goes into it. The five years for the filler and then the two extra years as a fully rolled cigar to marry everything together. Yeah. It, it's just a beautifully balanced, rich tasting cigar. So this is the tobacco in this. is seven years old when you get it. It is seven years old. A little over seven years old. That's fantastic. And of age, after fermentation. So, I mean, there's obviously history before it, but right. yeah, seven, seven years of aging. Yep. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, and, and these are all surprisingly right around $10 a piece, mm-hmm. each size. Uh, for the uh, Maduro XX, they have the Robusto, they have the Toro, and the Sublime. And the Robusto is an interesting Robusto because it is a 48 ring gauge, so it has almost kind of a Corona cool, feel. Yeah. Um, and that is, that's uh, one of my favorite sizes of the three. Um, and that just offers uh, a more condensed flavor. And the one thing I, I did notice that none of us have mentioned is any kind of pepperiness to this. There is a little bit of pepper that lingers, but it is, it's not it's slight. in the forefront. Right, but more white pepper than yes, a black pepper. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a, it's a softer kind of pepper that is very True. easily uh, uh, retrohaled without a problem. But uh, so yeah. well, before I, we before yeah. we do the uh, the final verdict and thumbs up on this, I I want to do a uh, uh, special shout out to one of our uh, regular viewers, Michelle. She's been 
Oh yeah, uh, you she's, know, talking yep. and she's a surfer. She's surfing right now, and she's uh, texting and Nambia. surfing. I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's multi talented. Very dangerous. And she's been in two major surfing competitions over there, and she has placed uh, uh, third place twice in those competitions. So congratulations, congratulations. Michelle! Nice job. Your third place, not once but twice. That's awesome. Congratulations. And thanks for watching us over there. That's yeah. fantastic. That yeah, you're they still, got us playing it's live on the air. There. There's, there, she's playing at midnight over there right now, and she's got it blaring. And you can catch us anytime. We're always we're always on, able to be found anywhere you like. And uh, now we now for next week's show, we do have to pick a cigar that we're going to smoke, and we have to tell our our friends watching. Yes, Dan, that's mine this week. That's no, yours this not. week. No, it's not. I picked the Sereno. I was totally unprepared to pick something. This, this week. is an unscripted were, were show. This is an unscripted show. You should be thinking this the whole way. Well, I'll tell you what. All right. All right. Because, because of the Instagram. You, you can go with it because I think, I think you looked at them. We, we talked about the, the pick of the week mm-hmm. uh, from um, you know, Charles.H. Chapman mm-hmm. in Houston. Mm-hmm. He took some nice shots. Yep. What did he take? What are you thinking? It was the uh, uh, Friello, right? Fratello. Fratello. Yeah, maybe we should pick. Gone. We haven't we haven't smoked that? that. Which one? The Bianco or the the original? What do you think, Dan? Let's do the original. Let's do the original one. Yeah. All right. On. I'm in. I'm totally in for that. Let's go. We haven't done that. That's good. Omar's Omar's 100 committed to the yep. cigar industry, so we yeah, like to like is. to see that. So let's, let's there, support him as well. If there are cigars you want to see us smoke, take a picture of it, put it on Instagram, use the ash. The Ashholes hashtag. Yep. And uh, we will uh, pick from yeah, those. If we see, yeah, we'll pick from one of those. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. I love it. So, anyway, guys, we'd like to thank you once again for tuning in to this week's episode number 11 of the Ashholes Live Unfiltered Radio Broadcast coming to you live from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios mm-hmm. in Salem. That's a beautiful I'm beautiful nubbing, burn. I'm nubbing the Sereno. Mm-hmm. Burn your fingers, my friend. Oh, my gosh. Get lit with us next week on Wednesday where we will be smoking the Fratello Classic. And we nice. will, we will uh, be posting this everywhere. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and theashholes.net. Guys, we will see you later. <laughs>